Welcome to the Conic Blueprint, where we talk about topics in the recruiting and staffing industry with the end goal to help improve people's lives. I'm Jen Pitsky with my co-host, Tom Gettle. This podcast is brought to you by Conic, a technical recruiting company focusing on architecture, engineering, and manufacturing positions in the Midwest. Find out more at conicnetwork.com. Today, Jen and I have a great conversation with Bruce Rules, a fractional manufacturing operations leader based in the Minneapolis area. Bruce has an impressive background in leading local manufacturing companies to operational excellence. In his fractional leader role, Bruce works with companies to uncover manufacturing problems that need to be solved and translates the poor performing metrics to core issues. From there, he identifies and implements a solution. As a strong, effective, and experienced manufacturing professional, Bruce chats today about the world of fractional leadership. Bruce, thanks for joining us today. We're really excited to, to have you on and talk about your, your background and, and your career a bit. So tell us, you're a fractional operations leader. Can you explain to the audience a bit what that is? Sure. So as a fractional leader, I, I focus on working with small small manufacturing companies. And those manufacturing companies, sometimes they're, they're growing fast, they're running with their hair on fire, that kind of thing. And they're struggling with that growth. And they're arguably not big enough to maybe have either a legitimate leadership team or certainly not a leadership team of seasoned, experienced people like myself and, and others like me. And, and so what it, what it becomes is a way for them to have access to, to somebody with the, with the experience and the background that somebody like me has on, at, a, at, a, in a, at a level of engagement that they can afford to pay for. And so you'll, you'll hear out there, it's a way to get the, the $200,000 a year person for $80,000 a year because it's fractional. So you, you're, 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 sure. you're fulfilling the role of somebody on the leadership team Arguably, I do it in operations, but others do it in marketing and finance. And in you, you, so you have a seat at the table, or you're augmenting somebody who's already got that seat, but maybe needs some help as they go through that growth curve. And so, in the end, it becomes for somebody like me a series of part-time jobs that fills out your calendar. And why at, the, at this point of your career, you, you uh, maybe you thought about about this type of career for a bit, but why? What what about the fractional leadership? What what appealed to you? So there's a few attractions to it. <clears throat> One is just the ability to be independently and self-employed, and start to take take control of your calendar. And when you when you get a when you get seasoned like some of us and sure and uh, you know the gray hair starts showing up and you get a little long in the tooth yep <laughs> <Me too>. um, <laughs> you know retirement starts entering the picture and if you're in that W two type position now it becomes a well when do I retire when when am I going to be done and in a role like this I don't necessarily have to answer that question or ring that bell I can just sort of Fade away if you want. Um, we can have a very busy calendar. And as you're moving along, you decide you want to be a little less busy, well, work with fewer clients. And and maybe you never retire. Maybe you're always working a couple of days a week with somebody. And and so that's those two things 
And then there's the whole financial side of it, the ability to arguably make more money independently than you could in a W-2 position, yet helping companies out that can't afford to pay for somebody that's in fractional leadership full time. So it's a win-win for everybody. Uh, and it, I think the really cool part is these smaller companies get access to some really incredible people that are working in fractional positions. Yeah. That's great. If somebody wanted to get into this, what advice would you give other professionals considering the same kind of fractional careers, whether it is in operations or marketing or whatnot? Or yeah, positions? good question. So that's a, I'll give you an answer that's a summation of my own banging my head against the wall. A lot of different people that taught me a lot of things along the way. One of the decisions I had to make early on, and I try to talk to people about when when they're asking me questions about what do they need to consider, I was actually trying to ride what one person told me was two horses at the same time. I was looking at W-2 positions at the same time I was looking Mm. at fractional work. Yeah. And they finally said, you got to plant your flag and decide what you're going to do because nobody knows how to help you. And you can't ride two horses at once. And it's clear. Not that you have to stop looking for W-2 positions, but when you're networking and talking to people and trying to build out that potential fractional space, you can't be giving them both. They don't they don't know how to help you. And as soon as I did what that person said and plant your flag and chose this path, I got all kinds of help in all different sorts of forms from all different sorts of people. I couldn't even begin to list them all. And, and I thank all of them for what I have. I'm just a product of what a lot of people have, have taught me in regards to what to do. So there's that piece. Then when you side, decide, treat it like a business. This is a business. This isn't, like I said, going to your neighbor Joe's garage and working on a project. If you're going to do this, this is a business. And so treat it like one. Mm-hmm. Get yourself an LLC. Get yourself a website for legitimacy. Get the, the business insurance you need. Get a good business tax accountant to help you make sure you're taking advantage of all the things you have to take advantage of from that perspective and to make sure that you're doing things correctly so you don't get to the end of the year and go, oh, I didn't keep track of this, that, or the other thing. Now mm-hmm. I got to put that together. Treat it like a business and do that. I mean, if, you wanna, if you're going to be somebody that wants to go pick up interim consulting work or mm-hmm. gigs in between W-2 positions, that's great, but don't present yourself in the role of trying to be a fractional leader long term. I've talked, I've networked with some people that when we got on the call and they see my virtual background that's got my business logo and that kind of stuff, and they've been out and seen my website, I've had individuals say, Well, I can tell you're legit. Hmm. And I'm like, well, what, 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 what does that mean? Well, there's a, we've met a number of people. I guess at my age that are in transition and they talk about doing this. And then the, whoever that was that they told came back to look them up because they had something they could use their help on. Well, they got a full-time job now. Mm. And so people get a little bit jaded with that. And, and so I've had people say, well, I can tell, I can tell you're legit. So be legit, be serious about what you're doing. Set up the separate, your separate business account, run your finances through there and do things correctly from that perspective. And for sure, if you're married or there's a significant other, talk to them about what you're thinking about doing. That could have a serious impact on stuff. (laughs) I had guys that were 
Yeah, this was formed. They're liking everything we're talking about. They're all in. And I go, you know, if you're married, you might want to talk to your wife about it. And all of a sudden, reality sets in. They go, oh, yeah, I got two kids in high school yet, one in middle school. And wow, I yeah, I got to go think about this. <laughs> and it's just surprising how many don't think about that piece of it. Lifestyle I live, I don't I don't happen to have to worry about that. I was able to make my own decisions and just go. But it's but if there's that if that's your situation, that's another important part to talk about early on, not late, earlier, early on, I think. And, and mm-hmm. you, you, you could probably attest to that. So that's a lot of what I would say. Treat it like a legitimate business and go out and do those things you would do because it is a legitimate business mm-hmm. and treat it like that. And you'll come across differently. You'll save yourself a lot of headaches. Arguably, you could probably make more money. You're going to create a different impression to the people you're talking to, and they're mm-hmm. going to react to you differently. That's interesting. I have a follow-up question, if you don't mind. Uh, we work with a lot of, uh, well, well, no, we do. We work with a lot of consultants on the recruiting side who get back into that W-2 work that you were talking about, that full-time employment, because of the marketing aspect of the business. It's not what they expected. And a lot of times... The whole day is marketing rather than the technical work that they want to do. So what is your advice for that aspect of the business? Right. So so the question would be, what about the challenges of going to... We talked about the things that are attractive about it. Mm-hmm. So if you talk to enough people that work in fractionally or independently, it you'll hear it seems like it's feast or famine. You got more than you know what to do with or, wow, now what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You're, in that, you're in that space in between. Some people figure out they just don't have a stomach for that. They just want mm-hmm. to know that that check's going to be there at that at that regular interval. And and so some people get step into this and, and all of a sudden that becomes the reality and they're like, whoa, I don't like this. And they get out. Others I've heard say, you know, I just got tired of that after a while, of that that ebb and flow of the of the business of the of, of the feast or famine. So Mm-hmm. You got to be able to manage your finances so that you can can deal with that. But some people just decide it's more than they wanted to bite off, or they thought they could handle it. They thought that would be all right to do, and after you do it a while, it's just not their cup of tea, and they and they switch. So I mean, that probably takes you back to there's two ways to probably think about going in this direction. One is to have a full time job and start to build some of this up, so you've got a client base when you finally step into it. The other way is to do like I did, just jump in the deep end of the pool and start swimming and, and hope you reach shore before you run out of gas. I would advocate you probably should do the, the, the prior rather than the latter. And because there are those peaks and valleys um, to it. But I, I, I can only speculate that that might be why some people make that transition and, and, and go back. And it's not uncommon for people in, the, in, in, a, in a fractional leadership role. If you've got a company that's growing, can't quite afford you, don't have 40 hours worth of work a week for you, but you hang in there with them and you help them along and they keep growing and finally they're ready to hire that person full time. It's not uncommon for those of us to in these roles to get approached for that W-2 position. I'm sure. not interested in that. When it gets to that point, if I'm working with a client, I'll, I'll uh, be more than happy to work with them in helping them make sure that they hire the right person Mm-hmm. into that into that role and work with whatever recruiters they're working with to do that. Some of them have come to me and said, so 
who's in your network that are recruiters that could help fill a position. Mm-hmm. That that happens as well. Sure. Yeah, it's great. That was Good a long advice. answer to your question. I hope I covered it. Great. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. Well, then the, the flip side, my question, Bruce, the, the flip side of that, if in regards to uh, business owners and business leaders who might be thinking about bringing in a consultant or a fractional person, what should they think about when they start that process of looking into the idea of a fractional operations leader or a fractional person? Sure. So there's a, there's a couple of pieces to that. So fractional CFO people have been around for quite a while. Sure. And if somebody's got a small business that's growing and they're, they're finally getting to the point where their finances are getting just complicated enough to try to handle and control, if they aren't already aware that there's a fractional CFO type of person available, somebody else that's in small business that they know probably knows about that and steers them to that. And they see that as a way out of a problem. If you look at some of the different disciplines, operations is probably one of the last groups to the party. And I've talked to other people nationally that are in the same role that I am. And we were joking about it, that there's two parts to selling when you're in this fractional operations role. First one is to make business owners aware of this tools in their toolbox and available to them. A lot of them just aren't aware of it. And, and then, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I should find me one of them. That could help me out. Now you can sell yourself. That's the second round of, of selling that goes on. So it's these, these small businesses, it's, it's being aware that you're even, that you're even there. And then to have the wherewithal to take advantage of that. It's like I said before, you get, you get seasoned, experienced leadership. I happen to be in operations, but it's in marketing. It's in, it's in sales. It's in finance. It's in, it's all, it's in HR. It's in all the arenas. Just be smart enough to realize that there's some tools out there that you can get at a fraction of the cost and fractionally, because you probably don't have a, a, a full week's worth of work for them to help you and move you along quicker than you would have had you not taken advantage of that. So one is just, is just becoming aware of the resource. And then two is how to use that. I had one company where somebody in the leadership team was very interested. They were looking for a full-time direct hire. I think it was a plant manager. And I talked to this person and said, well, actually, I'm more interested in this to find what that was and said, how about that? And, and in the end, it'll save you a lot of money because given the size of your company and everything, I did some research on him. I said, I think this would fill your need. And he was super excited about it, took it to the owners of the company and went, no, 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 we got to have a full-time person. So there, there, it's, it's some of that thinking that's just not open to it. And I would, and, and I, I would encourage business owners to to think about it because it is powerful tools. The current client I'm working with, there's five of us in there in different oh, wow. disciplines. Yeah. And so they're totally taking advantage of it. And it's crazy powerful what we can what we can get done when you when you look at that. Then when you bring the person in, the, the thing I've seen fumbled a little bit on and have heard a little bit is from others is just what are you going to have them do when you get them there? How are you going to fit them in? What what do you want them to accomplish? Is it, it, you know, a lot of them start thinking in terms of project focused and it's really, you know, it's longer term than, than projects. You can think about initiatives that you want to accomplish while you get that person engaged in the process, but it's really getting it clear in your mind what you want them to do. I've seen that shift around as you go into a company. You think they're going to have you do this and then they start figuring it out a little bit. Oh, wait a minute. We 
instead of doing this, we should have you doing this. And, and, and you're just spinning your wheels a little bit to get going. And, and some of that might be, you, you might be able to short circuit that. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a follow-up question too, and maybe on, on both sides of the equation um, of the person that would, would hire a fractional person and, and the, the consultant, the fractional employee, how do you manage that? Let's say you come in and your idea is like, well, it's a three month project and you get there and then you realize, oh my gosh, there's, this is different than what I, what I had expected. And, you know, a month into the project, you know, things can change quickly in, in any company. You're there and you're, you realize, okay, either you know two things, either, okay, this is a lot simpler than I thought, or it's a lot more complicated than I thought. And how maybe have you run into that situation and how would you, how would you handle that? Yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces there. And, be, yeah. and, and a lot of it starts out with whatever agreement you, you wrote to begin with. Okay. You should always have, you should always have some sort of a, I, I work off of a master services agreement. So I've got all that boilerplate plus sort sure. of work into there. Okay. And it, it depends. Did you write one for three months? Did you write it for six months? Did you write it for a year? What did, what did you write that at? Okay. Um, the longer the term, if things are really starting to go in a different direction, probably good for both parties to sit down, just to have the conversation and go, should we write an addendum to this that re redefines what the scope is so that we're both on, 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 on the same page in terms of where we're going and, and expectations, that kind of thing. If it's yeah. a shorter one, if you want to enter on a three month, just to let's get some things going and see where we're at. Well, you're going to have that opportunity within three months to re rescope that into something. So it, you, you like to go in with the longer term ones just for stability. But sometimes it's not all bad to go in with something shorter just to get in there and get working and then figure out what we should do and write a longer one. Yeah, that makes a lot of that. sense. And that's the kind of conversation you can have up front. So there's there's a few ways to go. But if you just can't get on the same page, one of the other prerogatives as being independently in there as myself, you, you can fire the client. Sure. If you just can't get to a place where you can agree on what you, what it is you want to do, or maybe it's when you get in there, what they really want to do doesn't fit. Yeah. Not the right person for it. And then you mutually agree to, okay, how do we, how do we separate and part ways? And maybe I can steer you to somebody that might fit that better. If it's just something that's out of your wheelhouse, so to speak. Yeah, sure. Sure. So Great. yeah, it's business. And so it's making sure you got the right agreements up front and then making sure you're having conversation about what's getting done as you, as you go along or not. Getting done. Great. I feel like we could keep talking about this more and more and more, <laughs> well, but I want it. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I, if you wanted to try to wrap it, I could talk a little bit just about where all this looks like it's heading. Um, yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah. It's, it, I talked to a person just a couple of days ago in, in a networking conversation and, and she works in a recruiting firm that's out East and in, in more of the executive type positions. And, and she was like, so what's, what's going on in your world? And I said, you know, as I talk to people, things are, things are just exploding in this whole fractional space. And we're, we're literally in this gig economy. I mean, you can't hardly turn around without hearing it someplace. It's in the news, it's in the media. They're talking about there's, uh, I think, Minnesota over the last number of months, record number of LLCs that have been started as people step into their own businesses, whether it's this fractional thing or other thing, other, mm-hmm. uh, other types of businesses. But the fractional is just exploding in the, in the, in the numbers of us that are getting networked together, either in, in cross discipline groups 
or we augment each other and we present ourselves as a, you know, you, you got the whole leadership team if you want to bring us in and the and the networking that's going on crisscrossing the 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 country. It's just to me, it, what I'm seeing, and, and as I talk to others, it's just exploding. There's just more and more coming. The people that I know that are doing fractional work, I don't care which discipline, the ones that I know about and have talked to them about how they're doing, most of them have all the work they want. Mm. And there's still more to go get. So I, the future is there. And in this, in this, you know, the world we live in and trying to fill positions, you guys are aware of this, how hard, how hard it is to fill some positions. This is a way for a company to fill it, get some, get some of what they need and, and keep moving forward and have somebody in, in that role and, and stay focused on it. So it, it, it looks super optimistic and uh, every, everywhere I turn, it's just more positive. Well, thank you. You seem to be having a blast with it. It's been fun to watch you create, create this for yourself and, the listeners might not know, uh, you and I have worked together as, you know, I used to recruit for you at one of the companies that you worked at. And it's it's now fun to watch this part of your career and what you're doing. So thanks for giving us your time on the podcast today. Yeah. You and I go back far enough. You were actually trying to find me positions at one time. We really go back. So <laughs> You knew me when my babies were babies. Yeah. <laughs> now they're young men going off to college. yep so yeah it's been a it's a fun journey i'm having fun i I think one of the 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 most exciting parts i can really focus on what i'm good at as 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 can many fractional people we all got you know we when you have that w-2 position you got all those things you're responsible for and there's a hunk of that that you're really good at you're really passionate about and you really like doing in in a fractional role I can focus on that and I can teach people what I know. And it's fun to see the, the lights come on with some people that are struggling with some things when you talk about a, another way, because you've just been maybe in more industries than they have. So you've seen just more ways to do the same thing. And, and when they get some of that and the lights come on, it's just uh, that's half the reward right there. The other part's the money, right? But that's right. Half the reward right there. It's just, wow, I helped them. Now they get it. Look at them go now and get out of the way and just, let them tell you what they need help with. For sure. Okay. We have some fun lightning round questions, totally unrelated to to what we were talking about. What's your favorite thing to do on a Sunday afternoon? If I can, I'm parked in front of the TV watching NASCAR racing. Really? Yes. And my, uh, and and my son's come to be an avid fan, probably more avid than I am. And, and he's remote working for his company in a, in the internship, the company's in Bloomington. He's up in Duluth. But we're text messaging back and forth about the, we, we all got our nicknames for the drivers we don't like, whether he's the idiot or he's the, the, the <laughs> word or he's the whatever. And so we're doing that back and forth. And that's what I, that's what I do on a Sunday afternoon if I, yeah. And so sometimes I go, I'm glad it's hot outside. I can justify sitting <laughs> yeah. in here watching this. I feel guilty about not being outside. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the recruiter in me has like a t- 10 or 12 follow-up questions, but since it's a lightning round, I'll keep going. Personally, <laughs> what are you looking forward to the most coming up in the months ahead? You know, that's a tough question. I got so many different things going on. I, I know the journey I'm on. I'm in, 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 you know, the, I, I talked about how we don't have to retire, that, that we can keep going, and, and, and that's coming up on the horizon. How do, we, how do we navigate that and do those kinds of things? 
my uh, youngest is going to be graduating college next spring and, and mm. he's already well launched They're They're doing everything they can to keep him on board and not have him drift off to another, another company and stuff. So lots of excitement, in a lot of different areas and it's just, you know, being out there and then we're getting back out there. Right. Right. Pandemic. Yeah. So the state fair's coming. Yeah. The game yes. fair's coming. Yeah. Hunting season's coming. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're getting back to normal. Yes. <laughs> Cool. What books are you reading or have Um, you read recently that you're interested in? um, So some networking books. One one is NCG Factor. I'm just getting into that one. Partway through Rocket Fuel, I'm going to be working with a client coming up here. And that's part of where we're going on what they're they're doing. So right now it happens to be business-related books. But Mm -hmm. in my idle time, I'll uh, I'll jump into the recent copy of Outdoor News or something and, and read that. Okay. Do you have a favorite author? Not really. Okay. Not really. Um, Bruce, how can people reach you if they want to talk to you about fractional leadership or connect with you as a possible business partner? So I'm out on I'm on LinkedIn. They can find me there. I'm fairly active in there. That comes and goes as the work allows it. Mm-hmm. They can go to my website, which is bmrbusop.com. My business is BMR Business Optimization. So uh, bmrbusop.com or they can give me a call and and, and you want to give you that phone number right now and then give me a call sounds good and we'll have all of that in our show notes too perfect so i'm more than happy to talk to people that want or are interested in what i can do to help them in their business and i'm more than happy to talk to people that are you know exploring this this whole fractional thing to go on i've talked to a lot of people doing that and i'll try to help anybody that wants to network so that's great. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us today, Bruce. This yep. has been great. This was fun. Thanks for having me. Bruce Rolls of BMR Optimization was our guest today and spoke with us about his work in fractional operations leadership and why he chose to enter the fractional workforce. Bruce offered advice to those considering fractional employment and addressed its potential challenges. Bruce also addressed why companies choose to hire fractional workers and the outlook for this sector of the workforce. For more information on today's guest, Bruce Rolls, and his company, BMR Optimization, please check the show notes.